This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, and welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with me, Deanna Bartolini. I'm glad you're here. Did you know that this is episode number 54? Wow. Wow. This has really been very exciting and wonderful for me to be able to do this podcast. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. It's your last chance also to register for the Catholic Moms Summit. And that link, of course, will be in the show notes. You can check it out. It's November 13, 14, and 15. So let's see. Today, we are going to talk about the topic of humility. So some of you probably just said, oh, I'm out. Hang in there with me. First, I'm going to give you a quote from one of my favorite authors and actually really one of my favorite non-theological quotes about humility. And the quote is from C.S. Lewis. And C.S. Lewis said, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. And I love that because really, that's the confusion I think that so many people have. Well, I'm really wonderful. I don't need to have humility. Well, it's not to say that if you have humility, you're not wonderful. But what it means is that you are not the most important person in the world. And that's sometimes hard to hear. And sometimes we really do want to be the focus and the focus of not so much the world, but certainly maybe our family, our friends, we like that or need that attention, right? We used to say, sometimes I remember when uh, I worked with teenagers, you know, teenagers often think they're the belly button of the world. Well, we're not the belly button of the world. And we, in many ways, we are called to live with humility. And again, it's that idea that we are created in the image and likeness of God, but each of us is created in the image and likeness of God, which means that God creating me in his image and likeness doesn't mean I'm better than the person who he also created in his image and likeness. The other quote that I just absolutely love and really it's a it's not a quote it's a scripture passage and this passage is a beautiful hymn that saint paul wrote he wrote it it's in the letter to the philippians it's the second chapter and it starts on verse 5 so it's philippians 2 5 is the beginning and it goes through to 11 and of course i'll drop that in the notes but just pause in whatever it is you're doing and listen to these words as to how paul was describing Christ's attitude of humility. Have among yourselves the same attitude that is also yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name 
that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, and of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Again, two, uh, Philippians 2, verses 5 to 11. Jesus, though he was in the form of God, he did not consider himself equal to God the Father because he took on our human form and he suffered and he died for us. It says he humbled himself. He humbled himself to the point of death. And how many times in our own life can we not humble ourselves to let the crazy driver go in front of us or the annoying person to, to go ahead and, and check out at the grocery store before we do? Because I was here first. How many of us have trouble saying, I was wrong, you were right, or your idea really is better than mine. Let's do that instead. Why? Why are we so afraid to let someone else be right? Why are we so afraid to do it someone else's way? You know what? Even if it gets screwed up when you do it a different way, it's okay. I mean, think about this. Jesus was willing in humility to suffer a horrible death. And not only death, but everything he suffered before, his passion, the beating, the, the mockery, the, the pain, all of that he suffered. So to put it in perspective, right, it's sort of like saying Jesus was crowned with thorns and it hurts when we stick a needle in our finger on accident, right? What's the difference there? Crowning with thorns or, oops, I got a safety pin went into my finger. It's a huge difference. And of course, the greater pain and suffering is going to be Jesus's. And so that's when I think about humility. Sometimes it, it feels very painful, doesn't it, to not have the last word. It feels painful to not be right, to not be picked first. But if Jesus himself could do that for us, then why do we struggle so much to do it for others? I don't necessarily have an answer, okay? Because trust me when I tell you, humility is a virtue I very much believe is important and I want to have, but it doesn't come easy. And so when I say, why is it hard for us to have humility? I'm not asking as if, oh, I'm going to tell you all the big secret answers because I have it all figured out. I don't. I have a little bit figured out. And a little bit means that a lot of times when I don't really have to respond, I don't. When someone can go off and do something that I think is probably a really bad idea and not going to end well, as long as they're not going to be harmed, okay, or put other people in danger, I've learned to just close my mouth and trust me again, it's not easy. The other thing, I've been married a long time, 37 years, and 37 years is a long time, and humility is very hard in marriage. Those of us who are married or any long-term relationship, even sometimes in long-term friendships, humility can be difficult. When you see people over and over 
doing the same thing that gets the same response and they're miserable and you want to shake them. And so in some ways, when we love other people, we are called to gently point out what's happening. But then if they keep choosing to do whatever it is that's making them miserable or causing them pain, uh, and I'm talking about mental or emotional pain, I'm not talking about them hurting themselves, then what can we do? We can't say, stop it, I'm in charge of you. These are grown people, right? We can't be in charge of the world. And that's a lesson that sometimes is hard to learn. I used to have this little, uh, it was a page a day calendar. And actually my mom had sent this to me. She sent to me this one page and it said, the queen of everything. And I thought, I would like to be the queen of everything. I have good solutions to many problems. I can figure out a lot of things. I'm a smart person, just like all of you listening, right? You have lots of answers. You can figure out a lot of things. You know the best way. And sometimes we can offer the best way and it's accepted. And you know, isn't it great when somebody knows you're good at something and they actually come to you and ask you about how to solve a problem? And that's great. And so we should help people in that way. The problem comes in is when we lack humility to wait for people to ask and we barge in and we say, hey, I'm going to solve your problem. If you would only do this, you would be so much better off. Well, maybe they're not ready to do what you think is best. Or maybe they are not able to because of some other reason that you are unaware of. You know, sometimes it's simple solutions that just give people great, you know, comfort. And if we can offer those to people, that's great, right? Again, we cannot think that we know so well what is best that it's almost as if it's our duty or obligation to inform everyone what we think and what we know. Nobody likes to know it all, right? I I don't think anyone likes to know it all. And that's the point of following Jesus. When we follow Jesus, who, remember, he was the son of God. He did pretty much know it all, but he was gentle and loving. And he asks for permission before he comes in and takes over and changes things, right? We are not going to be drawn to people who want to knock us upside the head to change. We're going to be drawn to people who are willing to humble themselves, who are willing to help us in our greatest need and not say, I told you so. Jesus doesn't say, I told you so. Jesus empties himself. He takes the form of a slave and suffers and dies for us. So will the world end if someone gives you the wrong mug for your coffee in the morning? No, it really won't. And I know sometimes it feels like, my gosh, why, why can't they just get it right? Don't they know me? It isn't about you. The world does not revolve around me. And there are many days where I wake up and I think, why, why can't it revolve around me? Just for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. Then I go and I look to the scriptures 
And I see how many times God gives me his mercy and God gives me his love. And I realize that God loves me so much, he doesn't want the world to revolve around me. Because then I'm going to be so involved in myself, I'm going to be forget for I'm going to forget about the people he's given me in my life. And that's not what God wants. And so the other point of this Christological hymn, as it is often called, is that, you know, verses five, six, seven, and eight talk about what Jesus did, how he humbled himself. He showed great humility, humility that few of us really are ever called to show or embrace. But then starting with verse nine, it tells you what happened because of Christ embracing his humility. Because of this, God greatly exalted him greatly exalted him. I want to be exalted. You know when I want really to be exalted? When I die, because I want to go to heaven, because that's the ultimate place to be. Yes? And so if I have to let go of little things here on earth so that I can be with God in heaven, I think that's a good trade-off. And again, it's what happens because of Jesus's humility God greatly exalted him. He gave him a name above every other name. And that at the name of Jesus, our knee should bend and tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so St. Paul says this in Romans, that if I'm to boast, I'm to boast of, of being in Christ Jesus. And so my humility, all of us who want to embrace this humility of Christ, it's so that God can be exalted. How many times are you reminded in life that sometimes it's better for people to find out what you know slowly and come to know and like and trust you rather than you just waving your credentials in front of their face, so to speak? So humility, it's, it's a big thing. And it's a virtue that many, actually most people who study look at, and look at virtues think it is the foundational virtue. And I would agree with that. So let's this week, let's look at the virtue of humility. And let's, as we go through the week, let go of the things that we don't have to be right about. Let go of the things that if they're not our way, the world will not come to an end. Show some humility in letting other people go first have the last word, and do those things that you think you might know how to do better. So that will be our not lukewarm challenge, is to exercise the virtue of humility. And it certainly is not going to be easy, but I would also suggest that you read this beautiful hymn in Philippians 2, and I think that will be of great help if you were to read that every day and really put on the mind of Christ and say, if Christ could humble himself to death, I can humble myself and have humility in these small things in my daily life. I hope that helps you to live not lukewarm, and I'll see you again next week. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on 
notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.